So, Rich, um, you're definitely the more technical director of our podcast, uh, mostly because I think you've paid for everything. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not going to say uh, I haven't noticed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, man, you, you have my love and my time and my spirit. Uh, I mean, if I had money, I'd give it to you. Like, I'm just you know, poor. You know, it's one of those things uh, where I've, I've been fortunate that I was able to put some of my fun money into this hobby. Mm -hmm. uh, but I got to say, I, you know, it's, it's one of those hindsight is 2020 issues. I wish I knew then what I knew now when I first started going into podcasting. I wasn't completely unfamiliar with sound engineering, but I was far from an expert. Uh, and I definitely like to do my research. But the problem is, is that all the podcasting stuff that's out there that's really amazing is built for like three people. Yeah. So when you say, hey, I have five people, that immediately just shuts down everything that's out there. Nobody has podcasts with five people. I, obviously, some people do, but it's so far from the norm that all the cool stuff and all of the information that you find online really doesn't cover it. So I had a heck of a time figuring out uh, how to do it. And honestly, I probably would have done it differently. Well, and you know, I'm not saying we're like uh, the industry leading uh podcast as far as technology but i really feel like from episode one our production values were pretty good yeah compared we, to a lot but we started out pretty well off i i fortunately have some friends who are honest goodness sound engineers mm -hmm. and i was able to get some advice and some feedback so that really helped me along but they were kind of in the same boat where they you know they, they didn't know what was best for podcasts these guys do you know stage engineering and uh live recording but not uh, not small scale podcasting. So it was a little bit out of their wheelhouse, but you know, they understood the engineering. Uh, so some of their equipment that they recommended for me is great equipment, but I honestly probably would have been better, uh, if I'd have found some more specific podcasting stuff. Right. So like speaking of specific podcast stuff, like kind of what's walk us through our setup. Like well, what are some things you've bought for the podcast? We started out with just our Mackie mixer and uh, a digital recorder, which Mackie makes great mixers by the way they actually have new uh version threes out of most of their mixers which is wonderful because it turns them into full audio interfaces as well and they're reasonably priced they're, they're just super great so we're still using that we've got the fx12 here which uh, uh you know gives us plenty of uh plenty of channels that we can use and we just run it into a nice task cam recorder a digital recorder so you, you know we're capturing the full quality there which, which really was the basic setup you know the microphones um you know, feed straight into it. And it was great. Uh, the problem is, is that it, it, it can be better. It gives you the basics, but you know, when it comes to sound, especially since we don't always have the best space, you know, we're not all voice actors there. There's a lot to be desired. You, you, you pick up a lot of extra stuff. So we did some upgrades. So you do the vast majority of the editing and I'll pick up an episode or two, but what have we recently acquired that we're both excited about? So if you're listening to our episodes, you'll notice, and I'll give you a heads up. If you start podcasting, yeah, you'll never change your ear back. You'll hear all these things. Mm -hmm. I hear them now. Oh and I was listening to a new a local newscaster last night, and uh, I was hearing them smack their lips. And I'm like, I've never noticed this stuff before. And now you do. But I do. I did want to get some things that are going to kind of help us out. They, they work kind of like a crutch for us yeah. um, and make us sound better than we really are. So we actually just recently added a new preamp. Um, it's an ART Octo Pre. Uh, it gives us eight. We only need six of those channels. The nice thing about it is it gives it that nice, uh, warm uh, sound that you get from the old tube amplifiers. Yeah. That, you, you know, you're getting that. So it just gives us that wonderful sound straight out of the microphone. Those also feed into a set of DBX266. Uh, the XS is the current model, 
which gives us a noise gate and a compressor. The noise gate's going to shut down all the extra crap in the room so that the microphones aren't sitting there all on, picking up every noise, every moment. Uh, they're only they're going to gate everything out below a certain level, and it, it just that helps us out a ton. Uh, the compressors keep the sound from being so varied. You don't have the you know the lows aren't so low, the highs aren't so highs, and they're blowing your ears out. Uh, and then all that feeds back into our mixer, but ultimately it just makes us sound better. And it makes the editing process so much simpler. Does that help when like a certain member of the podcast with anger issues rolls a one? You know, it sure does. <laughs> um, but, you know, you have what's the old saying, everything's a double-edged sword. Uh, you know, it makes me happy when uh, the players are emotionally invested in the podcast and they get excited about a 20, they get mad about a nat one, or they get nervous when something happens. There's a plot point that everybody says, oh shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's great to see that investment. The downside is, uh, the editor in me says, man, it's terrible when they all suddenly start screaming or laughing and the sound volume spike or, or if, uh, you know, things get serious and the sound volumes turn down a little bit lower. So it's, it's, it's a double-edged sword. I want that, but, uh, the editor doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully you'll notice a difference in, uh, this week's episode. So let's get to it. This is the adventurer's vault. Follow our epic journeys and hear amazing tales. Join our heroes as they bravely face grave dangers and mysterious evils in distant and unknown lands. Be sure to visit our website, theadventuresvault.com, for episodes, links, and show notes. Music and sounds provided by Sirenscape. And now... It's time to open the Adventurer's Vault. All right, so as you guys step inside the temple, a couple things become very aware to you. Um, First of all, there's not a lot going on in here, surprisingly so. Uh, It kind of cleared out during that little event, and not many people have come in. So there's a few priests milling about. Beyond that, not a whole lot. You can also tell that the um, it's been remodeled recently in the interior. So there is kind of a main uh, chamber with the typical pews and, uh, you know, just what you'd expect to see in the church. There's, there's the altar up front. Uh, there's the, you know, areas to worship. But then all of the wings, which used to be more of the main room, have been kind of turned into a wing area. has essentially been turned into a museum. You see a lot of different pieces. There are all these plaques and they all have these very long worded explanations and and so on and so forth but you can just kind of mill around and look at these oh hmm. right is going to keep close to uh father becker because he's the talking piece mm-hmm. uh, yeah same yeah nobody seems to notice that you're, you notice a couple of the priests do see you but nobody seems to be overly worried about you at this point and nobody's really approached you actually at this point you see for lack of a better phrase the priests almost seem to be gossiping amongst themselves do I see with just a cursory glance where in the interior I can see separations of the new and old? Not so much in this room. So this is the main chamber that appears to be the oldest section of the architecture. Now you see alterations, but nothing is like this has been added on to. Uh, this is just one very large chamber. It used to be look like one very large worship chamber. Like I so said, now they've kind of narrowed it down to where there's just smaller sections in the middle and then... All the sides have been like to so turn into these wings um, that are more of a museum piece. You, you wonder how much worship actually, you know, as opposed to like the the congregation and that we have set, uh, you know, services. 
you, you think there's not a lot of that that actually goes on here. You think they've kind of remodeled it away to, away from that. Are, are there any of the museum exhibits that are near to where there is a gaggle of priests gossiping? Because I wouldn't mind going over to one of those and, li- and uh, pretending to look at the um, exhibit and actually trying to listen to what's what they're saying. Yeah, they're all more down towards the altar area, and there's a, there's a primary altar, and then off to the sides there are, for lack of a better phrase, alternate altars, uh, where it's pretty much set up to where many people can come up and worship, where they kneel before the, little, the smaller altars, uh, you know, do their whatever it is they're going to do. And the priests are all more down around towards that area. So if you follow the wings down on either side, you'd get fairly close to them. Um, I'll glance at my companions and uh, kind of whisper, um, let's hear what those priests are talking about. And then I'll start making my way there, and anyone who wants to follow certainly welcome. Okay. Good, and uh, give me some perception checks, everybody. Nat 20. Oh, there you go. What's that nice. give you? Total of 30. Yeah, he beat me by one. Aha! Uh-huh. 25. So you guys, like, way overkilled your perception checks. But (laughs) here's what you notice as you're going down. So these exhibits, these aren't just historical exhibits. These are all, this. the propaganda machine is in full force here. So what you're seeing are um, revisionist history of battles that you guys might or might not remember if you look through history. These are the conquests of Faradon. These are the, the battles of the other aggressor nations as they you know, attempt to subdue Faradon and, you know, try to, uh, you know, destroy your way of life and how they've all turned against you and how they're all jealous. The, the, it, it's very well done. Uh, somebody's put a lot of time and effort into this, but with each piece, you also notice there are artifacts. Like you notice these are essentially war booty that they brought back from other places that they are presenting as, um, you know, historical pieces to use for their propaganda. So are the, these are for the ongoing war? Yeah, this is you're in the middle of the ongoing war. Uh, no, the art pieces is what I'm saying. M- many of them, yeah, yeah. Some okay. some of them are replicas, but some of them are like this is this is the real thing. Like you know, here's a flag from a nation that they they captured during the battle of so and so, and you know they they're always presenting it from their lens of this is our patriotic duty because they're trying to destroy our way of life. But you guys, since you know a little bit about what really happened, you're going to recognize some of these pieces yeah. of what they, what they are. I was mainly asking because if, if for if a Shirin, uh notices any like Arensian artifacts, anything like that, like anything that might be important there. Do we see any, as we get closer, do I see any, oh, I don't know, like a pretty sweet looking plus three morning star that was taken <laughs> from the general of a particular army that's sitting there? Nothing quite that valuable. These might be historically valuable, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's not like, hey, it belongs a, in a museum. Yeah. It, it, it's stuff like that. You know, this like is the, a museum. You, you yeah. might... You <laughs> might. One that, preferably one that isn't be, becomes one with the boneyard, oh, I'm just wait. saying. Yeah, yeah you know, they, they're going to have some of the, the flags and battle standards and random pieces of armor, but you, when you look at nothing, nothing's like, hey, this is the great holy relic, such and such. Yeah, um, I, mean, the, I mean that's mainly the stuff that Ashrain right. was looking for. Is those just, are like, going to be in standards. the basement anyway. Mm. Yeah, I'm just saying, like the battle standards and the and like Vast storage yeah, area, stuff crates like everywhere. I mean, <laughs> with the Rincian armor, they, it probably comes like a dime a dozen. <laughs> yeah, cheaply made, and you can get it just from. So you guys move down a little closer, and you're, you know you're looking at the exhibits. And once again, looking around here seems normal because that's what you're supposed to do. Um, so as you're down there looking around and look, uh, acting very busy and into what you're doing, go ahead and give me for some perception checks. I have rolled a 19. Nice. Nat 20 again. Oh, oh my goodness. Damn it. 
You guys are just killing scholar it. of scholars. Uh, if if uh, me having a 24 match. Statistically so, improbable. So this happens pretty much as soon as you guys get there. Like you, you guys are innocently looking at the thing and just gathering around this exhibit. And Haytham, as you kind of turn around the corner, one of the priests, um, you hear him say to the other one, so the key is secure. And the other guy looks at him and gives him that that, that stank eye kind of look and looks over at you guys and is like the, the head shake. And he's like, oh, um, so, uh, brother, when shall we move to the rectory? You know, and, and they, they very much realize, oh, shit, yeah, there's people here again. Oh, you're going to the rectory soon. I haven't seen the rectory yet. Uh, yeah, you say that just out loud. The one snaps his head around and looks at you and says, um, oh, I'm terribly sorry, my son, but the rectory is, is for those of the clergy. Right, right, the, ah, uh, yes, yes, the clergy, wink. Wink. Uh, yes, uh, got to keep the rectory safe. Uh-huh. Mm, yeah, uh, you're welcome to mill about the, the grand chamber here. Uh, and, and as obviously the, the confession chambers are open as well, uh, should you choose. Certainly, certainly those are open, not locked. Don't need a key for those. Jesus huh? Christ, oh man. Oh, my God. Yeah. What are you doing? I will kill you. <laughs> what are you doing? So, I mean, do you say that? Oh, <laughs> please, God, say no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no. Intruder. <laughs> right, well, lovely, uh, lovely my, uh, chapel you got here. My lord. Carry about. My lord. Uh, and like, right, kind of bows. Perhaps these gentlemen could help us with our paperwork issue. Oh, what that's a good right. idea. That's right. I was, I was so lost in... <laughs> these exhibits are fascinating. And may I say, uh, this chamber, it is so nice compared to, frankly, that small church. Ugh. I particularly like when these this one where the rebel elves are getting slaughtered. Oh yes, look at look at them. <laughs> There's such savages and ruffians, and 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 look at that one. It's being cut clean in half by that spear. You don't see such great artwork these days. We certainly don't see it in Port Halbeck where we're from. They they kind of give you the the knowing glance and say, "So uh, may we help you in any way today? The the servants of the Angel King are here for oh. you." Well. We are religious pilgrims, and we have permission to stay here, but I, I don't stay here, but we have to leave by by darkness, of course. Excuse me. <clears throat> we have to leave by darkness, of course. And frankly, I, I don't think, I mean, how could one appreciate, truly appreciate all of these exhibits and the opportunity to worship in just a day? And the day is half gone because of the delay. Uh, what was that, by the way? Uh, we, we saw the the... the Black shields prevented our entrance, um, but we couldn't tell what was going on. He he stops for a moment. And he kind of narrows his eyes at you, and says, "Hmm, perhaps some things are left to the the true patriots who handle such things." Oh well, I mean, if it's not our business to know, then no trouble. We were just curious. But my point is that um, our time of worship and study here is going to be so minimal. Is there any chance you would be willing to sign our paperwork to allow us to extend our stay within the city? Uh, uh, you will need to speak with uh, Master Nickel. He is... Master Nickel? Yes. He, he will, you will find him in the confession chambers. Oh, yes. He's over there by Father Dime. Yes. <laughs> he, he can help you with that. I'm, I'm, the, I'm afraid he's the one that handles uh, such matters. He, he has, uh, holds position in the city as well. Oh, so, I see. So any official documents must go through him. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll go see him immediately. Thank you for directing me to who to talk to. I'll make my way over there. Yeah, like, 
as the group fall, follows them, like, Ashurian, like, kind of leans over and gives uh, Karate a pat on the back and gives him the, like, like furrowed brow kind of look of just, like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> they were right. In three years, these people will all be dead. <laughs> and then undead. <laughs> so, they were talking about a key of some kind. Oh, I didn't hear that. What do you mean? Uh, they, they uh, said something like, uh, the, the key is safe. Hmm. Oh, that must have been what they brought into that box. That's got to be the artifact. I'll bet you you're right. We need to figure out where they put it. We gotta make it unsafe. Yes, I tried to give him a bit of the, uh... <laughs> tried to give him a bit of the, uh, doublespeak there and, uh, you know, uh... Nudge, nudge, wait, wait, Yes, uh, they weren't having it even mm. But you're not... But you're shit at that. Uh, clearly I am. <laughs> yes, I, it didn't go well. I told you they were having none of it, and we can see why. The only one worse at lying is... The you is me. <laughs> no, you did it pretty well for a no, while. You, actually... I go over to him and go, no, you guys are great liars, really. I, I, I feel that you're, 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 uh, <laughs> you roll that deception. Yeah, that's a 29, so, uh, have confidence in your lying, you know, I lie. Father, Father Becker, I think what I like most about you is your candor. That's right, I always tell the truth. Now, so confession chamber. That's right. Yes. So there is a, a hallway off the side that goes into a kind of, uh, an open room, and in this room there are a number of small chambers each uh with doors off the side and there are a couple of priests sitting at desks as you come around the front. Mm-hmm. ah yes um thank you could you tell me uh who among you is father nickel there there's a man uh over off the side he comes around and he's like uh, i am father nickel oh father nickel praise the angel king that i found you this day um the priest outside um directed me to speak to you um i am a, <clears throat> a pilgrim uh uh, my companions and I come from Port Holbeck um, to visit um, this this city for our edification, and we have been amazed at, at, at the beauty and glory of this place. What a, what a wonderful temple um, that you have here. It must be such a privilege to be able to work here every day. This is fine work we're doing here. You're doing the, the most important, the holiest work. We have no such places... <laughs> of anything even approaching this in Port Hallback. Um, uh, we, we have found this place truly inspiring. Unfortunately, we were only just able to get in because of the delay um, outside. And um, sadly, our passes only allow us to stay until uh, till sundown. Um, and so we thought we might uh, entreat you, if you would, uh, to perhaps um, sign our papers so that we might extend our, our stay in the city and, and spend more time in here uh, looking at the exhibits and worshipping. Perhaps if you made confession. Oh, the holy uh, <clears throat> the holy sacrament of confession. I, I Has it been long for you, my son? It has. I, 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 then, I was ashamed to admit it. Then please step inside the chamber. I would be happy to hear your confession. So can I get a quick like perception, maybe religion check, try to figure out exactly what the fuck I'm about to get into? Yeah, is this like confessions where you're like, I'm sorry, I've done bad, or is it like confessions, I'm sorry, I've done good? Uh, you know what I mean? I don't know if you have any indication. You know these rooms off the site aren't very large? Uh, go ahead and give me some perception checks. Okay. Am I hearing screaming from any of them, or? Hey, by the way, hey. guess what that says? It says, yeah. Oh, shit. 32. Yeah. Um, you, honestly, at this point, they're all open and empty. Okay. Now, you once again, they're very small chambers uh, inside there are some very nice chairs. There are a pair 
of uh, very nice chairs and a small desk, and that's about all there is. The only thing you really do notice, besides the obvious religious religious trappings, the dildo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, you don't notice that. Uh, but these rooms, when you think about it, are very secure, and probably not a lot of sound would get out of these rooms if somebody were speaking loudly or do screaming I, for their life. Do I get the impression they are enchanted? Maybe. <clears throat> if only you had someone who uh, had detect magic. Though. Yeah, but you'd have to cast that in front of people. Mm-hmm. As uh, I there could be a zone but of truth in there. You can see inside some rooms, and you don't see any torture devices. You don't see right I'm manacles. A- um, you know, there there's a, a small torch on the wall. I'm most worried about zone of truth. Is what I'm worried about. That they are enchanted, and that he's going to ask me something. You don't see any like, you know. Uh, pentagrams on the floor or inscribings on the wall. Hmm. Boy, I need to know more about this religion. Fuck. What do you guys think? Should I give a shot? Uh, at most, you'll have to engage in something that rhymes with the ruggery. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, it's not like I'm not willing. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. I, so I, if I, if I got to make a that. will save to, uh, to be able to tell a, a, a lie in a zone of truth, I got a plus 12 on it. At the end of the day, I mean, like, worst comes to worst. Like, aha, you're in confession. Now you just whip out the holy symbol. And <laughs> what have you been People be asking <laughs> questions. <laughs> yeah. have, have we seen that symbol anywhere? Uh, you have not. No one expects the Feridian Inquisition. <laughs> yeah. um, right. As a matter of fact, the only thing you notice outright is you find, you see another symbol that seems to very clearly denote the worship of Gilgamar. Um, for lack of a better phrase, it is almost like uh, calligraphy. You notice it's kind of based off of a G, um, but then the outlining has been highly stylized. But it's and, different than the than the symbol of the shield. Yes, the symbol on the shield you've seen nowhere else, other than on the shield of huh. those black shields. I have a question. Well, that's weird. What's that? So, um, yeah, is is it just a Father Becker who's near the room, or the rest of us? You guys are all back there. He's the only one speaking to a priest. Okay. Unless you want to be somewhere else. I was just going to ask if I could, because um, I was mainly asking if I could make a stealth check to try and stealthily use detect magic to answer our question if it's a zone of truth and yada yada. Um, which, I mean, give, how are you going to do? Because th- this isn't a very big room. There's a couple of priests. Now, nobody's eyeballing you super suspiciously, but at the same time, there's not a lot going on back here either. Let me check something real fast because I want to make I want to see what components detect magic is. Okay, it's somatic and verbal, so I just got to do some like talky talky and do some movements. So theoretically, you need uh, Hatham to feign a sunstroke. I, mm-hmm. I need Hatham and Alder to engage in a s- slightly too loud conversation. That way, I can speak a little quieter and won't be heard. And I just need to stand somewhere off to the side and kind of do it theoretically. All right. If they're going to provide a distraction, I'll let you make a stealth check. I don't know if I got anything in mind. Uh, I'm blanking pretty hard. So we're we'll I'll like walk over across the room to another another um like display. Like, Ruddy, Ruddy, look. Have you seen this one over here? Hey, my lord, stop yelling in the church. Oh, it's rude. But I've got to get your attention. Okay, Uh, okay, okay, okay. I what, get it. I, think, what, I get what, it. What'd you get on that stealth check? <laughs> oh, shit. shit. 
All right, well, let's see here. I got a better yep. distraction. Cover blown. Hey, uh, don't we get a hero point every session? You do. <laughs> don't fuck this up. Oh, oh. fucking God. Okay, <laughs> I'm repaying a debt. Take mine. Okay. We're square. <laughs> Load roller. Or... Jesus. Good Lord. You're trash. Not much better. <laughs> Eight is your highest Watch, those yeah. rolls. Watching a monkey hump a football. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that, is that happening? That's a great distraction. <laughs> yeah. um, well, that should still be a 20, not including any bonuses from the distraction. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you cast a spell, and you don't you don't think anybody noticed you. <laughs> you just want to see if there's any magic there? Yeah, on the room. Um, so the only thing that radiates magic is the torch. Uh-oh. What kind of magic? Ooh, what's the right answer for ever burning flame? I think enchantment, right? Yeah. Whatever the right answer for ever burning flame is. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah, so uh, with heightened detect magic, I uh, can pinpoint the source of the of the magic. I get the precise sense. Um, you can narrow it down to a five foot cube if I would like to. And I get to know the. The school? The, yeah, the school. Yeah, it's that school, whichever one that one is, without me looking it up, because I don't yeah. remember. That'd be worth something, right? Magic torches? Yeah. <laughs> I think they're... Jack would pay for those, right? <laughs> so you, could, you could craft one of those in, like, a day, right? They're not hard. It's, yeah, it's a, but these are ancient Viridian torches. Oh, yeah. Well, they're really, bespoke. You, see. <laughs> you know what we really need to be doing, boys, is Looting? we need to be acquiring some ancient Viridian coin that we take back to the, to the past or to the future. Where are we at? We're in the past. <laughs> yeah, we're in the past now. We need to get back to the future. You need to take them back Sorry, to the guys. future. Yeah, exactly. We got to get all kinds of artifacts and coins and just regular day shit that we could sell for exorbitant take a, prices. Take an av- the average pot and, uh, you know, not the... Not the religious pot, but the baking yeah. pot. And, uh, yeah. Your uh, kids, Father Becker, back. your kids. Here's what I'm thinking. We assault some, some rich assholes in the street. <laughs> we take their coins, and then we'll be robbers. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the end goal there, huh? Roddy has no problem with that point. <laughs> These guys have treated us like shit since the moment we got in their city. Fuck them. We'll steal their... People have treated me like shit since the moment I was born. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know. All right, so... End your yeah. character. So... Yeah. <laughs> so Ashurian will kind of walk to where uh, Sean ha- or uh, Father Becker has a line of sight, and just kind of uh, make eye contact with him and give him the thumbs up. Yes. Okay. Well, I, I, I feel that I've waited too long. It is clearly time for me to go to confession. I say with a great deal of dread, in my heart. <laughs> uh, so he gestures you into the room. Ah. So I'll uh, step into one of the booths. So you go into the room once again. It's just a small table, uh, a pair of very nice, comfortable chairs, mm-hmm. very, very opulent. And uh, he gestures for you to sit, closes the door, and latches it. Now, once again, there's nothing magical here, but the door is well made. It's well sealed. There's mm-hmm. no window or hole. So, you know, there's there's and there's some um, like tapestries around the room designed to help absorb sound. Once again, not magical, but just their placement. So, yeah, you realize that it's going to be really hard to eavesdrop on a room like this. And so, uh, after you sit down, he comes over and sits next to you, and he goes, "My son." It is it is good of you to seek confessional. Now tell me, on whom do you seek to confess? One of your companions? The 
elf. You can hear him laughing outside. Oh, oh, Follow the sound of the laughter. Oh, fuck you. You got me. You got me good. Yep. yep. That's how it goes. I'm not even mad. <laughs> we worked so hard oh, to, man. like, get him in the clear and be like, you got this, fam. We got it's you in. Because it's the most obvious thing, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, time to snitch. It makes a lot of sense. Oh, boy. Jesus H. Gilgamark. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, is it perhaps your lord? Please, tell me. I know it is often difficult to, to realize those who you thought were loyal to our nation and loyal to the great Gilgamark. It is difficult, but please, this is a, this is a place where you are safe. This is a place where the presence of our great angel king is here amongst us. You are doing his work. Thank you. Thank you so much to be able to get this off my chest. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> this, is like, this is like the PRC. Now you're an Aussie. Isn't Craven's father a giant asshole? Uh, Vikos is in fact a giant asshole. Yes, but he was uh, loyal to the state. Also supremely loyal to Gilgamesh. <laughs> yes. Well, maybe he wasn't so much. Um... <clears throat> So, um, but is, now is he still in power? Vico's is still alive. Vico's yeah. is still in power. Yeah, he's still in, he's still in control of Port Wasn't it, Isn't it fairly soon that um, Craven takes over? Um, I mean, it's not like days. It's going to be a couple of years. But How, that, however, Vico's does have significant dungeons underneath his hold. Right. Where he turns people. Right. And he do know that Carlyle's mother is some sort of a... Yeah. Angel thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, you, Brad, no. You, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! No! I just put my dick in the time stream. Speaking of Brad, dick in the time no. stream. <laughs> That's what I'm titling this episode. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Qu They're like, don't screw with the time screen. Question the is. Is your dick big enough to just cause a few ripples or to avert the mighty course of the river? We'll find out in the next episode of Dick in the Time Stream. Do it. So, Brad, you're just you're just pile driving the time stream. Father, are you are you sure that everything that we say in here will 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 only be between you and, and the Angel King? That is our way, son. You must have faith. You must have faith in our Lord. Look at everything he has given us, this great city, this fine nation. I, I, I have to confess, I, I fear for my own safety if I make this confession. We are here for you. Look around you. This is a safe place. But what I have to say is, is truly shocking. And it, it involves the highest levels of... Well, it involves someone very important. I, I assure you that I hear the angel king. He speaks to me. I am very mighty in his clergy. Mm. Anything you have to say can only strengthen his faith and worship. You know what? This is like a... This is just like a symphony of bullshit. I mean, as, this is literally as, a Mao Zedong as, struggle as, session. As, as one 
charlatan bullshitter <laughs> to another. I'm just like, I, we smell our own. I'm like, yeah, buddy, you're you're killing it. I just want to, I want to shake your your foul hand. Uh, you, just, you just make up a name. That's right. Yeah, it's. No, I'm gonna fucking do it. Yeah, do it. <laughs> my lord, I. I have to confess. It is my lord. It's Vico's Carlisle. I, I feel that the magnificence of the Angel King has made him jealous. And I do not think that everything that he does these days is for the glory of the of the Angel King. I I fear he has ambitions. I fear he is looking to acquire assets that we'll be able to use to I don't know if he would even dare strike against the Angel King, but at least to carve out his own maybe his own possession. I I, I rest your fears, son. Rest your fears. For Indeed, maybe fears they are. Do you have any specific information that may be useful? I know that he has great dungeons underneath his uh, manor house where he, he turns agents, he turns people to work for him, for him, not for the great or good of the, um, of the Angel King. If anyone were to investigate those areas, they would see many, many people who are loyal to him and would do his bidding. And you have seen this with your own eyes. Uh, yes, it exists. I see, I see. I cannot tell you specific people. I didn't know many of the ones that were there. Um, I didn't know any of the ones that were there, so I, I, I can't tell you who exactly his agents are, but... This is a grave confession indeed. That's why I've traveled here. I'm afraid to go back home. I understand. I do. You see, maybe it is best that you do stay. Perhaps you could return tomorrow for more confession. Oh, I would like to, but um, we can't stay out beyond night here in the city. I can see to that. Oh. No, no need to be concerned. And your traveling companions, are they faithful? Um, they are loyal to the Angel King, but they don't know um, the secrets that I know. Then perhaps it's best we let them remain faithful in their own way. Well, I, I, I would want them to stay with me. I feel better about this knowing that they are still here. Oh, of course. Well, no need for them to have reason to doubt your faith. We'll mind wipe them right away. <laughs> oh, no, no, yes. <laughs> I sure is. Yes! Free! <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. No, I, I, I'm glad to hear that. Um, no, I, I wouldn't. Frankly, they are loyal companions. I would not in, endanger their safety by sharing this information. Wonderful, wonderful. I think it best that you find lodging here in town. You'll find some over near the market. And please return here tomorrow morning. Um, yes, of course. Um, wh what time does it does it open? Does the temple open? The, the church doors uh, are always open. Oh, even in, at, at night? Oh, yes. We have much of our worship is at night. That's when the orgies are. Right, well, really? <laughs> so, um, oh, so is it? So is it? Um, it's it's busiest then at, at mm. night. Many of our most faithful are here then. Maybe not. The busiest time, but it is when you will find those who, um, those who have the 
greatest connection with the Angel King. Oh, the strongest in the faith. Yes, yes. Oh, of course. Well, the night is magnificent. We know that our Angel King embraces the night. Yes, he, he of course. Mm. The night is dark and full of wonders. Hmm. Yes. It, it, <laughs> so, there, was, there was definitely something about nighttime rituals at New Hope, wasn't there? Oh. Yeah, yeah, they mentioned that they there was, all their rituals. For sure, like, their, their services took place at night, didn't mm-hmm. they? Uh, would it be, uh, uh, perhaps I asked too much, but um, would I be able to be among the faithful who could witness such um, revelries at night? If this is something you seek to attain, it is indeed possible. We can explore your willingness to deepen your faith. <laughs> but I'm afraid you have you have made grave, grave things come to light. And I must pray for guidance myself. So please, re- return in the morning, and I, I will, I will have your paperwork ready here very quickly. But oh, th- thank you. <laughs> we must deepen your faith. Now we bend must, over. We must clap them cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm beginning to feel a little uncomfortable here. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe it's time we end this. Uh, yeah, he's very, he seems to be ending it. Okay. Mister bullshitter to bullshitter, he's like, yeah, it's time to, time yeah. to, it's time to stop. Can I get a a, a perception check to try to determine? Well, I, I, I'm, I'm, here's what I'm trying to determine whether he believes me or he thinks like oh I'm full of shit and I'm just playing this guy for a little bit more time so that I can um, kill him or you yeah, know. give me a perception check okay now, there's another thought I have oh 29 uh, he seems to believe you yeah he seems almost anxious to act on the information okay so this is so I've uh, yeah well I wonder what uh, what I have wrought <laughs> Guess we'll find out. <laughs> just, right. just between me and you and Gilgamark, uh, how do you spell Vikos again? Yeah. Just want to make sure I get that one right <laughs> for no apparent reason. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, um, thank you again. Uh, we'll, I guess we'll continue to look around until the uh, paperwork is done. Uh, yeah. So he comes out and very immediately he goes over and pulls one of the other priests aside and you get the. Psh, 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 psh. Um, and Does the pre- other priest go, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Give him the special. Actually, um, <laughs> anybody want to make a perception check to see if you can... Yes. Sure. Yeah, just an 18. Uh, yeah, that's all I got, 18. 12. Of course, now's when I get the nat 20. There you go. So what does that work out to be for Sheen? 29. So you didn't catch what uh, Father Nickel said, but who are you saying to? His eyes kind of light look up, and you pretty certain he said to Father Nickel, um, today of all days... Jesus Christ, we gotta figure out what the fuck is going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm almost to the point where it's like, let's take a priest and beat the shit out of him until he tells us what the fuck is happening. Now <laughs> we're talking. That was, that was kind of my thought is, on the confessional ooh, well, booths. Maybe we should. <clears throat> one of them's just like, yes, me and you have a private session where no one can hear us. <laughs> and if, if those were magically silenced rooms, there was going to be some shit. <laughs> yeah. Yes, so, I'd like to confess. <laughs> uh, Father Nickel looks back over at you, Father Becker, and says... Um, if you would await me in the main chamber, I will be along with your paperwork shortly. Great, thank you. There are so many more. Uh, 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 um, 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 God damn, I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. There are so many exhibits that I would like to see. Yes, he says, of course, of course. Uh, if you guys go out there, some time passes, but not too long. And Father Nickel comes out of the back and hands you. He has papers for each of you. Um. And he, he hands them and says, these, these will be good for at least a week. 
Oh, excellent. We can see more sides of the city. Um, but I would ask that all of you return tomorrow for a service. In his, for, oh. in his name. Perhaps we can pray together. That sounds like a wonderful Are you coming on to me? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not against it, if you take my meaning. We would love to take confession for you all. But first, I must go pray for guidance. At, oh. Now, if you'll excuse me. I should also pray for guidance elsewhere. That's, that's religious talk, but I gotta get more condoms. Yeah. <laughs> Ashira kind of leans over to Father Becker and is just like, so five minutes is what? how long you last? <laughs> yeah. um, well, <laughs> Damn. so, um, glancing around, glancing around. <laughs> yeah, confession actually means you have to give someone up. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah. So I decided to go small. Uh, I, um... Right, just was... make up a name, just first thing that pops into your head. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, someone, you know, someone, uh, discreet, maybe far away, they, on another it... continent, perhaps. Have you ever heard, uh, Hatham of the term, go big or go home? Uh, well, yes. We can never go home again. <laughs> oh, um. What have you done? Well, I may have, I may have talked about, um. Vico's Carlisle. You what? Oh. Are you fucking kidding? Now, bear in mind, Bradley was all for this plan. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I, 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 was, I was reminded of the time whenever uh, Hatham was debating over whether he should take the, the sickle. <laughs> yeah. And we're all looking at him like, do it. <laughs> do it. So, yeah, I, I told him that um, he was trying to amass power for himself and had a series of dungeons underneath. Uh, his uh, manor house where he is converting people into uh, agents that work only for him. Oh my god. I mean, that's completely true. But... Yeah, right. <laughs> Who are we going to put down on our bloody papers if they go and sack him? Well, I don't know, but it's probably going to be real bad tomorrow when, we, when <laughs> they all have to confess. <laughs> I know. I, I, I don't... Well, you've already blown that one. Who am I going to confess on? I don't know. I, I, I have to tell you, gentlemen, I, I am not certain we should be here. <laughs> Do you, anybody know any way we can travel back in time to our own time? Because now would be a great time to do that. As Why let me consult my book of time travel? Oh, yeah. Actually, I asked Asherian that. Uh, what what'd you come up with? Um, my solution is um, you can suck on whatever you want because <laughs> there ain't no way it's happening so far. Well, fun fact, in about 50 years, uh, if I'm lucky, I'll be all right. You'll be dead. <laughs> You'll be dead. You'll be dead. I can make an elixir for that. If you make it off the continent. Yeah, I got three years. <laughs> I, got, I got 50 years to figure out a philosopher's stone. Got it. <laughs> All right. If only there was some way. If right. We, if we could inscribe a message upon some sort of thing that could be found in our time, maybe they can... Determine where we were and bring us back. That's brilliant. How the hell are we going to get that back to Holbeck? Go back well, to... we really can't go there anymore. No, we certainly can't. So go back to episode two in a ghostal tower. It's like, look at the description. These nuts. <laughs> what? Seems like a lot of work for somebody to put that there. But what does it Sign mean? Roddy. Who's Roddy? <laughs> Alder's like, I don't know. Never heard the name before in my life. Alder Billy just closes the door behind them. <laughs> well, uh, the good news is that we have a pass that will allow us to stay here for up to a week. 
and it's been recommended that we go to the um, foreign quarter where there is some um, there there is a place for us to stay uh, an inn I assume where we will actually find lodging. We need we need to as quickly as possible get the op and go. Yeah, we somewhere we, else. We, we need to get our story straight, or we need to get to the basement. I've got further bad news, and that is that. Um, you know, we have to be there in the morning, and um, apparently all the more high-level uh, folks um, come here at night to engage in some sort of ceremonies. So, the best time to steal the key is the morning. Well, I don't necessarily know. It, it... Actually, the best time won't be tonight. Yeah, well, I suppose it's got to be one of the two. Did you hear the part about being packed with um, people that are very powerful in, in the faith? I mean, all I'm saying is they'd all be in one place at one time. And then, like, that murder glare. Glance <laughs> <laughs> down at the sickle. Uh, uh, shame we don't have enough explosives to bring down the whole... It'd be nice temple. to put the war effort behind by about a couple of months. <laughs> Taking a page out of a Syrian's book. And also, from what you I said... Mean, I mean, you're not entirely wrong. <laughs> we go all uh, inglorious bastards on them, get them all in one place and just burn the shit out of them. I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the elf bear, or the bear elf. Yep. Yeah. You know what? Who knows? Maybe there's a, maybe there's wildfire and giant barrels underneath the uh, the thing we could just light up. Convenient. How about a giant chain? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That seems great. I, uh, I genuinely shit. don't know what to do. And there's also the thing that was delivered that we know is here somewhere. And today is apparently a significant day because you heard them say today of all days. Yeah. So, I mean, something's going on right now. This this appears to be the magic moment. But what, what do we do? Well, we could go to the end, get some sleep and come back in the morning and then fuck shit up. I almost worry about waiting another day if today is some day. Yeah, if today is significant, I don't know if I really want us to screw around. And... They're gonna ask us to leave, though. Where's uh, the... they were? He was very, uh, very specific about the fact he didn't want us to, that we should leave and go to the temple or go 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 to go to an end and then come back. Hey, where's the water closet? <laughs> you you want what? <laughs> yeah, the bathroom. Oh. That's what, that's what they call bathrooms in the much of the WC. World. Okay. Yeah, the water closet. Uh, I, I mean, do you ask a priest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm afraid the facilities are for those who are housed here. Uh, you're welcome to go use a public facility. Sounds like an OSHA violation to me. Where, where is the public facility? The, the priest legitimately stops to think, and he's like, hmm... Uh, I believe the nearest one is there's a there is a uh, pot shop down the street. Pot shop. Roddy runs off. <laughs> <laughs> Time to acquire the Feridian booth. But how dank? Tell me how dank is it? <laughs> Our Lord only smokes the dankest. <laughs> <laughs> I just boof. Boof is hilarious. To me. <laughs> I say, um, uh, actually, hearing this inter interchange, I'll uh, be. Uh, uh, oh gosh, how, how many priests are housed here at any given time? I hope this place is well protected. Uh, I assure you, the <laughs> Angel King looks over this very important building. Oh, Roddy looks up in the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, he's been right there the whole time. So, it's like you fuckers never look up, you dumb bastards. So, uh, give me a perception check. Oh god, oh, oh god, <laughs> no! Uh, 28. Not like this. 
From all so, of us or with him? Uh, actually, anybody who wants to look up. 20. 27. So, uh, once again, this is a very large room, so it's very lofty ceilings. And up towards the top of the ceiling, there are a couple of pillars that reach up there. And on the side of the pillars are what look like stone statues. Uh, but these are also the kind that you notice these are newer. There used to be something there, and it's been replaced. But these are very, for lack of a better phrase, kind of demony looking grotesques. Oh. And they look Dad? very familiar. <laughs> You've seen demons that look like this perch atop oh, pillars before. No. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> what am I forgetting? The at Hope. New Hope. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Do these look like they might be... Um, you know, actual living creatures that are just pretending to be stone, or do they look like they're actual statues? Mm, hard to tell from here. Well, we'll that's not a no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hmm. uh, so, anyone that didn't notice, right, is like, oh, hey, them, look at those lovely statues up on the ceiling. I got a 27. I see them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. Oh, good. Bloody hell. Those are just lovely. <clears throat> oh, there's a connection there, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm guessing I'll, I don't lock it. we got to get to the basement. I really wish we could get back to our own time. <laughs> Go back in time. Uh, Roddy will now um, look around <laughs> and, and see if there is a place to sneak downstairs. Like, one, to figure out if there is a door leading down to it downstairs, and two, if there's a way to sneak to it. Um, you, from here, you only see two doors that lead off somewhere, mm -hmm. and they uh, are big doors. They're secure, and each of them has a priest. Like I said, you really notice, Shireen, you really notice this first, because um, they seem to just be going about their priestly business and doing, but you also notice that once again, they never really truly leave the door. Mm -hmm. They're not obvious door guards, um, but if you pay attention, they, they don't leave unless they're relieved. You'll see every once in a while a priest will rotate over to their spot. And if you wait long enough, you may even notice somebody go through the door, but um, it has to be unlocked. Probably if we could get one of them alone. <clears throat> I could, we could do our thing. Uh, I'm going to look around and see if there is, coincidentally, a some sort of priest or someone by themselves off in a corner somewhere like <laughs> with some cover. Like... Just the the prototypical movie scene where someone's off by themselves. She's gonna hit man in with some rope. Um, what's working <laughs> against you here is while you guys were in the back, yeah, the people have started to mill in. So the church is beginning to fill back up a little bit. Yeah, uh, that's not a lot of people, but there's probably twenty some now civilians in wandering around and priests speaking with them. So there's not a lot of area that's very unnoticeable. Like if you were trying to palm something, maybe. But depending on what you're trying to do, you know, it'd be hard to down somebody and it not be caught. So Roddy is like kind of there's the group thing going on, at least with the shearing and, and like mm -hmm. Roddy's like, nah, ain't going to happen. Uh, having said that, and since you've mentioned it, anybody got like a coin purse sticking out a little too far? Hmm. We need money. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah, there is actually a group um, who came in, and so the um, what appears to be like a, a lord, mm -hmm. and he's young, but he's he's a lord. He probably maybe sixteen. Yeah. So he comes in and goes back to take confession, mm -hmm. and you did notice that he went straight in, like that was his purpose for being here. Right. And he has a servant with him, 
an elf who is obviously enslaved, but is wearing nice clothes. So mm-hmm. this is like more of a, a, a butler or something like, you know, he, he's got a little bit more uh, position. But as the Lord goes back there, he takes off anything um, that of value and hands it to this guy. Mm-hmm. So he has... Okay. He takes off his rings and things like that, hands it to the, which you think is a little bit odd because he even takes off, he has a very fine coat and he leaves that with him as well. You, you, but you, it's a little odd. Like, why would you take off your, uh, but he does and hands it to oh, him. Oh no. Hands it to he's him. He's underage. Um, and taking off most of his stuff and going into confession. No, I mean, he's still, he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's still clothed. But he doesn't. Yeah, take, give it a minute. He doesn't take anything <laughs> of value with him, and he Walks leaves out it there. The confession with, room. <laughs> so here is this elf standing back towards the hallway that leads back to the confession chambers, carrying those things, um, doing a very good job of trying to not be noticed because you know he has that look where, like, when he's a slave, he knows he's a second-class citizen. Yeah. So he looks at his feet and purposely doesn't look anybody in the eye or look around. I'm gonna like sidle over to him and be like, "That's not a bad gig." He, he doesn't. He, he kind of glances at you briefly and, and looks back down. Oh, don't worry, friend. We're in the same uh, we're in the same situation. My master just lets me keep mine tucked away. Makes it a little easier. He he looks over at you like maybe he's making a perception check. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, now is not the place. Where is the place? This is very dangerous. Is there a place for people like us? He hesitates, noticeably. Uh, he glances around, glances back at his feet, and says, I can tell you there's a booth in the market. Sells dried meats, cured meats. It's the best in town. Tell your lord that is where he should, should, should look to fill his pantry. I ask him. Go with strength, brother, and like Roddy just slips off. Right. I I couldn't pawn the gold. Daddy killed him. Right. I was hoping that you wouldn't do put him in a situation where he comes back, or his lord comes back and finds that some of his possessions are missing. Yeah. No. He'd, they'd kill him. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't even blink. He did say something though. There's a stall in the market where you can get farm meat, fill your larder, so to speak. I think. It might be friendly to my kind. Uh, Roddy, can't you think of anything but your stomach at a time like this? I'm hungry. That well, l- for justice. Be that as it may. <laughs> oh, I was, I was hungry. That, I was hungry. Yeah, yeah. What? I mean, it's been a long day, admittedly. That lizard that I ate from that one shop was delicious. Yeah. yeah. I sort of got the, another becker. The head and the feet were a little rough to chew, but the rest of it was mostly meat. You know you were supposed to pluck the claws out before you eat it. They got stuck in my teeth, admittedly, yeah. so that was awkward. No, that's that's why you have the claws to get the meat. The it's like a toothpick. Precisely. <laughs> yeah, Delicious. We uh, should I, we should go to the market, and then I could probably get us some money there anyway. Well, maybe we should go there if nothing else. We can get out from under the eye of these people, and and um, and maybe we can find a source of information or help. So to the market. To the market. To the market. Good day, listeners. This is Saul Carvey, broadsending for Kasserat Public Radio, beaming around the globe from the Hellspire Tower in downtown Kasserat, bringing you the rest of history. The name of Gilgamesh still haunts the realm. His name is seldom spoken and only in hushed tones. 
Even so long after his demise, the memory of the destruction and death brought upon this realm by a single creature spreads fear like no other. But who was this creature? So little is known. A creature that spent centuries building the most powerful and prosperous nation the realm has ever seen, and managed to do so while remaining unheard of and unguessed. But scholars have recently made headway into the origins of the foul lich. They believe a link has been found in the history of the Arcos family and the founding of the nation of Faradon. After the gods' war, the continent of Faradon consisted of several smaller nations and city-states. Squabbles over boundaries led to a brief period of hostilities. The belligerents seemed destined to remain locked in skirmishes and small battles, when suddenly one of the smaller city-states arose and systematically conquered each of their opponents in surprisingly quick fashion. They had a small, well-trained, and well-equipped army, but most of their victories were attributed to the mighty mages of the Arcos family. In 327 Kasserat Standard, the Arcos family claimed victory and became the ruling family of the new Feridian Empire. Four siblings there were in the Arcos family during this time. Until recently, the youngest brother has been mostly overlooked. But new research uncovered references and stories that support the idea that Giles Arcos was the strongest and most cunning. He is noted as a powerful wizard who lived an unnaturally long life with records still referencing him long after he should have passed. It is also shown that he took his middle name from his grandfather on his mother's side, Giles Gamorian Arcos. Is it mere coincidence the first three letters of each name, G-Y-L-G-A-M-A-R-K, Gilgamach? I'll let you decide. And now you know the rest of history. Good day. In the criminal justice system, Magical-based crimes are considered especially chaotic. In Roger Stem City, the dedicated paladins who investigate these crimes are an elite squad known as the Magic Victims Unit. These are their sessions. So that's it then, Jensen? You killed all these people because you failed sorcery school? Stealing confiscated drugs and selling them back on the streets for coin? It wasn't about the money, it's about getting what I deserve! What is it you think you deserve? I deserve to be the master of magic and the arbiter of the arcane arts. Guardsman Jensen, for the murder of innocence and trafficking in controlled alchemical substances, I hereby sentence you to death. You don't understand. I deserve to control the elements. Oh, yeah. Control gravity, then. Ah. <sighs> he had one last bag in his pocket. But I can't tell you what the drug is. Seriously, Lemonade? Nothing? Is that all you think I do? I just know drug stuff? Tune in next week as the Lawful Good and Order team begin their next gruesome investigation. Go to the market? To the market. To the market. Okay, um, it is it takes you a little while to find, uh, because once again, people aren't friendly and helpful with directions, but over here... On the uh, western uh, part of the city, there is actually a very large, I'm pointing to maps, but the listeners don't care. Uh, <laughs> so there is a large area that is pretty much, uh, it's it's for people who are coming in for the with the day passes. There's a kind of an open air market with stalls and booths and people are allowed to, uh, you know, be up and down the street carrying wares. Because you notice this doesn't happen anywhere else. Yeah. Um, but there is a, a place here for that. And some of those stalls look like they're permanent. Some of them look like they just have them for the day. 
Uh, you know, they're very generic, but that's that's what you that's what you see. I started asking around, like, hey, where's the best place to fill a pantry with meat? Who's got the best meat? Uh, it takes you a little bit because people give you different answers. Yeah. Uh, everybody's kind of got their own uh, opinion. But you finally find a, a booth that several people ag- agree on. I thought there weren't any booths. Hmm? I thought there weren't any booths. No, there are here. Oh, okay. In the market. Yeah, in the market, there are booths. Oh, okay. Um, just, yeah. Not all of them are thought permanent. I got them. No. I thought I had them. Um, gotcha, bitch. Some of them you can tell that people have like set up here permanently. Like, they get this booth day after day. Some people you can tell that they don't. There, there's a lot of these booths that are just, you get to put your stuff in it for the day, take it at night. Um, you can probably surmise there's probably a rental fee for these booths. Uh, whereas some people are just allowed, you know, they just kind of wander around with their stuff, stop their cart wherever. You see a lot of people that are just selling it right out of their carts in different mm. places. They just pull them into one of the open areas and just they're standing there just what, selling the cart. What's going on like with the, the people running this um, booth? Like I'm going to observe for a little bit. Like what do we see? Who's behind it? Um, so you see a couple of town guards wandering around. Actually, when you realize uh, you didn't hardly see any guardsmen elsewhere in town. Not that you saw none of them, but it was pretty rare. Uh, this side of town, however, in three years, you see a number of them wandering up. There's a much bigger presence. They're wandering up and down the, the, the aisles and the stalls. Um, you know, they're not doing a whole lot other than wandering around, uh, watching everything carefully. Uh, every once in a while, you'll see them go up and check people's papers, uh, check booths' papers, and so on and so forth. You actually see one incident where there is a, a vendor who has an empty cart, and they're basically telling him that he needs to get he needs to get out, and he's wanting to stay for a little bit. And they're like, "Nope, cart's empty. Got to go." So, um, yeah, that's what you see. But they're not, they're kind of assholes. You can tell just by the way they talk and act. Very similar to the guys out front. Yeah. But what about the, the specific booth we went to? Like, who's who's manning it? Uh, you're talking about the smoked meat booth? Yeah, yeah. Um, so there are uh, three people at the booth. There is a, um, what looks to be an old female. Mm-hmm. And then she has two elven slaves. And they are just kind of, uh, actually, at this point, they're just sitting there. You guys are there at an awkward time where it doesn't look all that busy. Like maybe early on is best here. Uh, now people are starting to, to sell out. As a matter of fact, you notice this booth looks a little empty-ish. I hate them. Bought me some time and do you jibba-jabba with the old lady. All right. <laughs> uh, the lady runs the... Uh... She seems to be in charge. Okay. You can only imagine because once again, the elves are obviously slaves. Yo, distract the home girl. I need some time as a side piece. <laughs> You, old woman, prepare yourself for pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I made them. I put my, th- my thingy in dangerous things. <laughs> By the way, you notice a lot more slaves here. You can tell that a lot of people are obviously sending their slaves to get stuff. Um, you know, there's a few of actual citizens walking around, but most of this are, are not. These are a lot of slaves. So you see a fair number of dwarves and mm. halflings as well. Oh, dwarves. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So, actually, that's mm-hmm. the first mention of either in the, the campaign. Is yeah, mm-hmm. but you do see some. Well, I'll, uh, I'll walk up to the woman. Uh, excuse me, madam. Uh, uh, might I uh, ask some prices here? What do you want? Uh, well, uh, the chickens and the eggs are uh, particular interest to me. No eggs, my lord. I, I'll Got some chicken. Uh, my lord, I'll check the meat while you negotiate the price. Uh, yes. Why don't you do that? Yes, uh, well, uh, the chickens are they are they off free range? I suppose. She, she looks at you and she's like, they're not free. Are they grain fed or are they, uh. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hipster. What was that one's name? Did you. So this was, is. A, that's exactly what I want. Was he a happy, <laughs> was he a happy chicken? Or was he, uh. 
Yeah, treated well, are they, before they're slaughtered? She, she looks at you and says, that one was a right pain in the ass. That's why we killed him. Oh. Wait until oh. you fattened him up, chopped off his head. But he's going to be mighty tasty. Oh, well, uh, you seem pretty confident in that. Young lord like you doesn't want to eat a weak chicken. Certainly not. No, frankly, I'd be offended. I'd probably <laughs> come back and complain. Asked to speak to your manager. Wouldn't want that, would we? No, we wouldn't. <laughs> How many do you want? How many do you have? I got three left. Three of them? Were they old bastards or just the one? Just the one. Oh. The other two are quite nice. Oh, that's disappointing. I'm sneaking around to the back. <laughs> like, this could go on for probably I was ever. wondering how yeah, you were just yeah, going to let it ride. I'm, I'm letting it ride for a little bit. Like, as soon as the conversation started, I'm sneaking around back. But for listening pleasure, this was... <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'll like prod the meat a little bit and like sidle up to one of the slaves and be like, uh, one of our fellow brothers told us... Uh, I could find uh, help here. They, they, they do once the the obvious look you up and down. Here's yeah. the perception check. Yeah, and <laughs> they they still look very wary. Yeah, and very. Um, how could we help a servant? <laughs> I'm, uh, we're uh, we've got to try to get into the temple. And like their, their eyes go really wide. Um, it's best not to say such things. Right, right. But, uh, there are ears everywhere. Here. It, it's important. Unfortunately, the wrong type. Many lives matter. Any, just anything you could tell us. Or, you know, any, any access to a secret hidden elf underground society. <laughs> <laughs> what I like most about Roddy so, is his so, subtlety. <laughs> you're looking for dark elves? Uh, the drow? I mean, you, drow, if you want to get technical, I'm a cave elf. I'm not probably not that far off. The, the the elf takes a few moments, yeah, and really looks around and says, "I'm I'm afraid you have to tell your lord they've missed their chance today. We are we are but simple slaves. Had you been here first thing when the wares were more stocked, perhaps you would have had a better selection and we could have helped you more." But I'm, I'm afraid the mistress is the only one left here, and the owner of the booth left some time ago. Would they be back tomorrow, perhaps? They're usually here in the morning. Right, right. Thank you. It's good enough, I guess, my lord. What about a, uh, what about a cow who is a bit, uh, a uh, bit of a troublemaker? Any of those? Beef's gone. Oh. Well, that's a shame. Well, huh? it's, we, this has been nice. Goodbye. Lord, we'll, we'll have to have beef. Perhaps tomorrow you'd have some more? In the morning. Right. Okay. Fresh every day. Right. All right. Well, thank you. Come, yes. my lord. Let's, yeah. let's oh, retire. Hopefully this one was a real bastard. <laughs> yes, yes. I only like to eat the, yes, the yes. worst cows. Yeah, they're all bastards. Right. Come on, my lord. Oh, I fucking hate cows. <laughs> How was that? Was that a good... I, you've come back empty-handed, though. <laughs> no, you've ne- not got a spot of food on you. Not necessarily. I thought you were bloody starving. <laughs> What, what, what was I wasting I all my them. time doing then? I just needed, I them. I needed to talk to some elves. Well, them. the elves won't have any food. They're bloody starving. They had some information, Haytham. <laughs> oh. Oh, is that, are you speaking in code then? 
Uh, oh, is this all a, yeah, yeah, a clever ruse? I like it. <laughs> Shenanigans, if you will. I, I come up eating another lizard on a stick. This, what's going on? I, oh. How many of those can you give you? Father Beck, Father I mean, Beck has gotten some information the, too. The three of us are pretty hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is my third. I'm really getting it. Uh, I've always seen people eat lizard on a stick, but we can never afford it. <laughs> it wasn't that expensive over there, really. It's pretty good. Uh, I saw an elf eat lizard on a stick one time. They executed him. Mm. <laughs> My mother hung me on a hook once. What the poor lizard did. Once. Uh, so, there might be someone who could help us. Uh, they'd be back tomorrow in the morning. So, that helps us zero, because tomorrow in the morning, we're supposed to be back at the church. Well, maybe it won't take us that long. Also, that old woman hates chickens. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely just rubbish at, at raising chickens. How does she hate them? You're funny. Like. How does she feel about cows? Uh, I don't know. They were out of they were out of beef. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, it's lizards. I don't know. I didn't go into Burger King. <laughs> right. Let's find an inn. All right. There are a couple of inns around the market area. Uh, but by the way, that's the only place you noticed any inns. Right? Yeah, they so told us that there are, uh, but there are a couple here. <laughs> Before we leave the market, mm-hmm. I am then going to try to find someone with a coin purse who's not paying attention. Uh, give me a perception check. Uh, Fifteen. Uh, Fifteen total. Yeah, total. Uh, it takes you a little while, but you think you you found a mark. Right. It, it's once again it's slowing down out here, but it's not uh, it, it's not dead yet. Sherry and distract him. Uh, is there any way you want me to do this in particular, or just just bump into him? Okay. Yeah. So Sherian will do the thing where he like walks by and like shoulder checks the guy a little, a little bit, and it seems like a little too hard. But yeah. Give me a uh, give me a stealth check. Ooh, damn. Yeah, that is going to be a thirty. Okay, that's great. Uh, give me your follow up thievery check. I'm assuming you're trying to. Pump yeah, twenty six. No, yeah, that is that is more than enough. Um, so, Shirin, you do it, and, you know, you, you immediately go into the, you know, pardon me, Lord, and to make it look mm-hmm. completely innocuous, and you even give it, a, like, a glance at the other person next to you to make it look like they bumped you into them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're, like, you know, very, look very disdainfully, and then, and move along, so they don't think anything of it. Uh, but they did all completely look away, uh, just in time for somebody to whoosh, cut the coin purse. Now, I'm assuming you want to look at the contents? Uh, not right there. No, oh, well, let's but, let's walk away. Yeah, yeah. You can get a little ways down the street and, and check it out. There's not a lot in there, uh, but in mixed coins, you got about uh, 20 silver. Hey, that's probably the biggest money haul we've had in like <laughs> yeah. 30 episodes. <laughs> I know, right? Asherian gi- gives Alder the like Top Gun high five. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll do, we'll, we'll do the looks like Danny's on me. <laughs> let's go get a room. Mmm, lizard. Where do you keep getting those? <laughs> They're everywhere. Right? Your, your fault save is going to be monstrous later. <laughs> oh, man. Cast summon lizard. I'm feeling some winds in the bowl. To get my, uh, <laughs> You're eating like the Freudian equivalent of Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> it's street, it's street lizards. Mm. Street lizard. So you, uh, you go to an inn. A couple of oddities about the inns. First of all, um, you, are, you have to show them your papers. Right. Yeah. Before they will log you in, 
they have to see that you are allowed to be in town overnight. And they, they very much log you in. So they write down your paperwork, you know, your name on the paperwork. They write down yeah, you know, some very detailed information in their log and ledger. Uh, they do make you pay. It's um, one silver and five copper a night. It's two silver a night if you want food with it. I'll hand over eight copper. Um, so he said how many coins were there? Sorry, 30 silver? Uh, yeah, in mixed coins. We're going to say it's about that much total. Uh, but yeah, it essentially works out to be two silver a night if you guys want to yeah. uh, have food in the common room as well. We, we want do. food. We do. So, so it's eight so, silver. So eight silver total? Yep. All right. Um, you know, it, there's not a lot of fanfare. They don't ask you a lot of questions. Once you show the paperwork, they do the, you know, they, they read the description and they kind of look you over and then they go about it. But that is uh, about it. There's a uh, there's a room for you on the second floor. Here's the for the for the four of you, four cots. Uh, the the common room is open till curfew. Uh, after that, everybody must go to the rooms. And uh, you know the rules. I'm sorry, my lord. It, I wish I could do yeah. better. They're the same here as everywhere else. I wish you could do better too. Maybe you could uh, <laughs> well, remind us of the rules just to so make sure to we don't forget help these days. I'm going to noogie you later <laughs> in the room. <laughs> uh, well, you're non-citizen, so you can't be about after dark. Not uh, even with the papers that we have? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. those are Only citizens can be out after dark, and uh, only citizens who are approved can be out after curfew. But you can be here in the common room until curfew. If that you, you need to, to be in your rooms. Okay. Uh, the privies, they're, they're upstairs. They're, you can uh, hit those up. If you need to all night, uh, the hallways are okay as long as you're not making a lot of noise. That one's my rule. Um, and no tomfoolery, or I'll be happy to call all the townsies and, and have them have them take care. You know, riffraff in here. Very solemn nodding. What, what time is curfew? Uh, tenth bell. Good to know. Well, uh, should we go to the common room and see what sort of yeah. Let's get, let's get something to eat. Um, yeah, you, I just uh, just to cover it. If you guys go swing by your room, it, it's nice, but it's not real nice. It's yeah. pretty darn basic. Uh, one of the oddities: the door doesn't lock, and you notice none of the doors do. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's just here's some cots, here's some space. Uh, you go down to the common room. Uh, there's quite a few people there already, but you can tell there's going to be more when the room, when it fills up. Uh, once again, these are it's very tall, so there's this actually has five different floors of rooms. The bottom floor is basically just the common room and the kitchen and at this point there's not a lot of food out but they do have some out if you if you get a snack uh it's not great food it's mostly just a big brewing pot in the middle but every once in a while they do bring out little plates full of stuff that disappear quickly and it's not great but hey what the hell it's food yep right um, if we're like eating you know the gruel or whatever like Roddy's real quietly like all right everybody make sure you've got something to confess tomorrow oh that's a stumper, isn't it? I wish we had some sort of guidance. Oh, I can cast guidance as a cantrip. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I know roughly where the Admiral James is at this point. I'm going to tell him where he's not. Hmm. I was looking to see if there was some sort of divination I might be able to cast. I mean, really, it boils down. I mean, like, yeah, we're sandbox right now. We can do whatever. There's just consequences. Mm-hmm. We got two options. We can go back to the temple in the morning. Uh where we're in the middle of hell central <laughs> or we can take our chances with an elf sympathizer but either way if we're going to do this mission we got to get in there and get that key mm-hmm. yeah uh, 
Yep. I don't but know. as soon as we don't show up in the morning, they're going to come looking. Yep. They may be checking on us tonight. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah. It would be a simple matter to send people to go around to check the logs of each of the uh, ends in this area. So there's, uh, there's an old saying, the shields run fastest at night. So you guys are having this conversation in the, uh, down, you know, just down there. The discreetly. Yeah, discreetly. I got that. Um, go ahead and give me perception checks. 19. Failed that one. 24. Sure. So you guys are kind of having this conversation, and a couple of new people walk in, and they're up at the at their register. Uh, they're up at the clerk logging in. And, Haytham, you overhear one say to the other, he's like, uh, uh, he said, yeah, let's just go ahead and let's just go ahead and settle in. That 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 was that was pretty brutal. I've never I've never actually seen the black shields like that before. And um, the clerk kind of looks up at him because yeah, they just they just raided that stall down in the end, the meat stall at the end. We were we were just walking by and they just came in and started slaughtering people. Dude, it's time to come check into the inn. I'll uh, sidle up a little bit. Oh yes. <laughs> Bloody horrible, wasn't it? Well, it must have been only a um, moment. Huh. Yeah, we we just came from there. We decided it's time to get off the street. I don't want to be out there when there's, when there's shields about. Certainly. I didn't even know they were in the city. Yes, out right now, it's scary, isn't it? Mm. But there, yes, I know exactly what you talk. Which there's so many meat vendors. I just. So the other guy, he's like, yeah, I don't know what they did, but it must have been bad. Must have been bad. Those guys are scary, but. They're 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 doing just right. Hey, Ross, sorry to plug in. It wasn't the old lady with the two elves, was it? Uh, yeah, there was an old lady. They, they took her head clean off. <laughs> oh, just walked wow. up and just, it's just. Oh, I don't know what they did. Well, it at must least have been it bad. was clean, right? Yep. <clears throat> like a chicken, they cut her head off. Lothan like ponders the irony of life. <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to Faradin. Well, good, yes, good. Uh, Ashirin gives Haytham the look of like he's trying to conceal a laugh a little bit, but he's like shaking his head. No. They. All right. Well, you folks have a lovely evening. We're gonna return back to our stew. Hmm. Well, what if the fuck. shields come looking for us here? They're, uh, they're gonna. Yeah, they're in, following us. And they're not. They're following us. Do we have a window in our room? Um, You don't, actually. It's an interior room, so there's actually not a lot of exterior rooms. Well, we've got two options. We can try to run, or we could try to ambush them as they, like, try to attack us. Ambush is a better option. If we run, they're still going to follow us no matter where we go. I wouldn't mind taking a few out, maybe grab a shield. Or do all the rooms appear to be taken? No, there's some empty rooms. This way. Maybe um, late at night. Maybe we move into a room that's not occupied. I'll try. To, I'll try to crack the ledger if I can. Well, here's the well thing. if they know the room where we're supposed to be at. Here's the thing. Right, but it's still written evidence. Here's the thing. Even if there is empty rooms and we move to another one of them, it's the black shields we're talking about here. They're thorough. They're gonna check all the empty rooms because they're gonna I, be expecting. I'm just saying it might give us a. Um, like, oh, they break into the other room, and that's when we come out and surprise them. Perhaps if we were to be able to sneak out unnoticed, double back to the temple, while the shield is distracted over here, we could, I don't know, perhaps force our way through to the... Rich, what time is it? 
Um, I mean, the day's dragging on. You've got a little bit of time before it gets dark, but not necessarily a lot. It took you guys a long time to find places, mm-hmm. and this is a big city. Um, so you guys killed a lot of time even just in transit. Uh, why don't we try to get some rest? Okay. No one's really spent anything, but it's still good to like take a couple hours nap. Um, hey, I'd like to nail something down in our canon mm-hmm. that I've always wondered about, because I don't actually see it under the elf description. Yep. How much sleep does an elf need in our universe versus, like, do they need sleep? Um, well, I think the it hasn't always been they don't necessarily sleep. They kind of meditate. It's the not sleep sleep thing. That's generally been what's happened. I didn't yeah. really see anything in the, the book about it. I, you know, let's just go ahead and say that it's like that. They don't truly sleep the way humans do, but it is essentially the same, and they do need to do at least a few hours okay. of sleep every night. Um, that's why Roddy has been taking longer shifts on watch, whether you were aware of it or not. Yeah. <laughs> in character or out of character? In character, yeah. Like, I mean, Roddy would pretend to be asleep, but for the most part, he's like just watching every night. On Yeah, let's say it's about four hours is like getting a good night's sleep. Especially you, could, you Hatham. You could get by on a little less, but... Um, okay, guys, so... Nobody spent spells, so if we could just get a couple hours napping, then that would help keep exhaustion away. Well, here's the thing. We're going to be narrow hallways, multiple rooms. The room is small, but nice. Uh, there any? Are there? Were there any subsections within the rooms, like a closet or anything like that? Inside? No, these are just very square rooms. Okay. Uh, you can tell that some of these rooms have been made smaller. Like maybe once upon a time, there were larger, more opulent rooms, and they've all just been... Some of the walls are newer, but it really doesn't help you any. But you can just see the construction has changed. Okay. <clears throat> if we know that... If they know we're coming, yeah. Well, if we know they're coming. Yeah, here's the thing. My plan, we go to our room, but we make sure on the way that we kind of announce pretty clearly that we're going to be like, oh, yeah, we're just going to go rest. The idea being is that the, when the black shields come in, the clerk will say, oh, yeah, I heard them say they're sleeping. I know they're room. And then we ambush them when they come in. Mm-hmm. All right. We can, if you guys want to, we can think about moving in. That's my vote. We just right. na- we ambush them. So yeah. on the way out, you just declare, all right, well, we're off to sleep then. And yeah. We better get some rest, my lord. It's been a long day. Quite. Yes, I uh, I must retire to my room. Lead the way, manservant. This way. And off to your room you go. And I don't know, I mean, what, what are you, do you uh, guys want to try to actually get some sleep? Or? Lord Vance, do you need any help with the stairs? I know your leg is... Oh, yes, my leg is hurting me something fierce. It always does this time of year. <laughs> um, I could uh, divvy up some potions and poisons. Yeah, or, or how about some healing? Also that. Yeah. I think I gave some of that, some of those... Um, Wait, but let's, let's just move on. I don't... I don't think it's going to be particularly relevant. I will. Uh, yeah, if, but if, it, if it becomes relevant, I'll let you back. If I can that. get a two-hour nap in, that's good for Roddy, or even like a trance or whatever <laughs> so I'm doing. Y- your plan is to essentially wait here and yeah. hope to ambush the Black Shields if they if they yeah, come in. If they come in. All right. So, um, you guys wait and you wait and you wait. And yeah, specifically, Assyrian's like by the door. Mm-hmm. So when the if the door opens like this, Assyrian's <laughs> on this side where uh, right opposite from where it <laughs> opens into. And he's like leaned up against the wall as like as like shallow against the wall as he can be. Once again, you guys wait. Now you hear sounds outside as people shuffle in, uh, after especially after dark. And you guys can hear the common room sometimes from here. Um, so after dark, you hear a lot of commotion in the common room. It's nothing 
untoward. You can just tell there's a lot of people in there. Uh, you hear people up and down the hallway, some doors opening and closing from time to time. But nothing out of the ordinary, and you wait, and you wait, and it, you know, it's now after dark, and it's actually getting very late. So eventually, um, all of you feel the pull of sleep. Even to the point where if you're trying to stay awake, at some point in time, you nod off. You don't really remember doing it, but at some point you do. As you slowly awaken, staring at the sky uh, with the bright sunlight, you are lying in tall grass, and the sun seems to have broken over the horizon not long ago. It's quiet. You hear a slight breeze on the grass rustling uh, nearby, and oddly the clanking of a small bell. We're in a uh, groundhog Are we in a fucking now. Groundhog's Day? De uh, dawn oh, dawn no. of the second day, huh? Okay, hear me out. If we repeat this for like a hundred times, we'll have like 2,200 silver. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, go on. Oh, oh, God, Jesus. We'll be buying ourselves some sweet, sweet items from the DMG. <laughs> So as you sit up from the field, you recognize where you are. And on the nearby road, you see an old man with a cart pulling by a scrawny ox. Hatham just bolts up. No! And we'll okay. figure out your next move on the next episode of the Adventures Vault Podcast. God damn it. <laughs> oh.